0: This is the story of our most excellent dads. I'm Bill S. Preston, Esquire. And I'm Ted Theodore Logan. And we're Wild Stallions! This was probably the first time you saw him. Let's rock! And this was probably the last. Not long before we were born, they were told they were gonna write a song that was gonna unite the entire world which they thought they had done with their hit single, Those Who Rock. Not only did it not unite the world, but the band fell apart. Hey, this is Nate Hammond for Tonic Pop, and today I'm reviewing Bill & Ted Face the Music. It has been 20 years since Bill & Ted's excellent adventure catapulted everyone's favorite Lebanon-born Canadian-Hawaiian-Chinese actor Keanu Reeves to stardom as Ted Theodore Logan. Along with the charming Alex Winter as Bill S. Preston Esquire, they made up the foundational members of Wild Stallions, the band who would save humanity with a song, according to Rufus, George Carlin, RIP. So it's 2020, and the intrepid musicians now have teenage daughters, maybe the young adult daughters, I'm not actually sure, the actors are young adults, not sure what age they gave them in in the film as characters, but whatever um they are chips off the middle-aged blocks samara weaving aussie samara weaving hugo's niece if you recognize the name she plays thea and bridget lundy Payne, she plays billy it was bugging me for a while who uh where i'd seen bridget before and then i remember my kids have been getting into a netflix series called atypical and that's when the penny dropped. both actors were incredible in their roles and if this is a passing of the torch film so that we can have future Bill and Ted's or Billy and Theas, I'm good with that. I'm down with that. They emulated the dads while showing individuality and intelligence. They were music aficionados. They should hopefully they should hopefully extend the franchise, um, and they can. They've got some pretty strong backs to carry it on. Other cast members included Christine Schal, Skull, Skull, someone tell me how to say that, as the daughter of Rufus and the now future ruler. You may know Kristen from, uh, most notably, for me anyway, from uh, Flight of the Concords as the Superstalker fan. Uh, she is super cool, really digger. William Sadler returns, and to me, he was the best thing about Bogus Journey, and he returns as Death. It's a role that is uh, not only. It's not created just for nostalgia, but also as a plot mover. Dean Parasite directs. He's uh, got a lot of experience with TV shows, most notably in film, Galaxy Quest. For me, anyway, that was his highlight before Bill and Ted. Uh, I love that satire. It is a super cool film that I've watched over and over again. So, with all that in mind, you know, we had a good, I guess, uh, ensemble, Uh, we had a good director. Uh, we had good writers in Chris Matheson and um, Ed Solomon. They were returning. They were ready to go. This movie had been you know, talked about since 2010. That's when Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves first started um bringing it to the public conscience. So we know that this has been in development for a while. And I had a lot of trepidation. I really did. I'd seen the stink bomb sequels of other iconic duos like... Harry and Lloyd, and Zoolander and Hansel, and like many of my generation, Bill and Ted is a sentimental favourite. They had already taken one step down with Bogus Journey, not that it was a super terrible movie, but it was a step down from Excellent Adventure and I didn't want to see Face the Music taking another step down or even face planting. Thankfully, thankfully this film worked. It didn't overreach, it didn't overly pander to its first fans like me, it played the nostalgia card. Don't get me wrong, but it didn't repeat jokes. It used the idea of it used the idea of bringing historical figures into modern times, which is what worked for the first film. Uh, although I will say one downer for me was that they didn't the historical figures didn't really get a lot of time in modern society, so they didn't get that there wasn't that cool juxtaposition as we had for example in the mall scene in Excellent Adventure. <sighs> to put it simply, it it was simple but smart it was not intellectual but it wasn't dumb it was just right in the middle accessible some of those historical figures um as i brought them up let's talk about mozart Jimi hendrix Louis armstrong chinese musical legend ling lun they were all joined by kid cuddy and bill and ted and billy and thea and they formed a the super group that would unite humanity save the world harmonize mankind whatever you're going to Whatever you want to call it. Something that was going to heal the fabric of time. Now, don't overthink that part. Don't do it. The time-traveling aspect of the film, it's Swiss cheese. It's full of holes, but enjoy it. melted on toast. The film starts strong. It starts strong with a hilarious wedding scene where Bill and Ted perform what they hope will be their long-promised magnum opus. They call it That Which Binds Us Through Time. Let me see. Hang on. I had it written down here. I tried to memorize it got it that which binds us through time the chemical physical and biological nature of love and the exploration of the meaning of meaning part one and at the wedding they say uh, we're gonna it was for the first dance which was hilarious and they said they're gonna play the first three movements ready bill ready ted one two one two three four whoa <laughs> The wedding itself was um, a really cool, awkward moment. It was the wedding of, if you haven't seen it, it's not it it drops in in the first you know few minutes, so it's not really a spoiler, and and it's online now, so whatever. But it's the wedding of Missy. Remember Missy? Missy was their babysitter, and then she was a senior when Bill and Ted were freshmen, and they both asked her to the school prom. But then she married Bill's dad in the first film, and then Ted's dad in the second, and now she's marrying Ted's younger brother Deacon. So yeah, what a great setup. It really got the ball rolling with the hilarity that was to ensue. The charm of the film is definitely the characters. And next, after the characters, it would be the many scenes. Uh, but I would say the scenes in isolation, it was messily glued together. The subplots were kind of all over the place. The Princess Wives subplot, for example. I can't decide whether it's unnecessary or severely lacking. I, I haven't decided, but there was an exception and that was that it helped to illustrate the codependency of Bill and Ted's relationship and that was probably the most mature element of this film or the sobering grounding part of the story. Other downers for me included the killer robot. Now he was pretty funny. I had a couple of laugh out loud moments at some of his lines uh, but mostly it was an awkward addition. The idea is Hilarious having this killer robot that suffers from neediness What are he doing? He just kind of he just wants to be loved. He's a killer robot that just wants to be loved um, So so it was a good idea, but it just didn't sink now, I haven't said much about the stars themselves, I guess, but yes Keanu and Alex. They didn't let me down they were fun and effervescent as they were in the original we know keanu since bill and ted has been really busy matrixing and point breaking and john wicking Um, alex not as uh, publicly busy Uh, before bill and ted of course he was marco in one of my favorite vampire flicks the lost boys a quick bit of trivia by the way alex's dad is an aussie oi 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 After Bill and Ted, he didn't do a lot of acting, but he got into quite a bit of writing and directing. And in fact, uh, he gave Nickelodeon one of their biggest hits with the live action of Ben 10. So I think I mentioned it. Writers Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon back did a great job. They did a great job at giving Bill and Ted the spotlight while finding room for potential future carriers of the franchise, i.e. Billy and Thea. They gave an opportunity for Billy and Thea to connect with the audience and make any handover more comfortable. Even though it was definitely a Bill and Ted film, they allowed us to get comfortable with Billy and Thea. So I mentioned before that Keanu and Alex actually confirmed plans for Bill and Ted 3 way back in 2010. So that tells me something. That tells me that this is truly a project of love. And when you watch it, you know, you can overlook the holes because you really feel the heart in this film you really realize you can really understand that this is a passion project and because it has such sentimental value i i know for myself i was able to forgive any shortcomings and i give bill and ted face the music 9.5 out of 12 stars One, two, three, four. Told you a thousand times. Bill and I have to keep going. Yeah, yeah, Til... yeah, yeah. yeah. Till your music unites the world. Chief Logan, <laughs> the people in the future told us that. Bill, if... Bill, Bill, you didn't time travel.